Hello, I'm Howard Phillips Lovecraft, and despite all my warning, you're listening to Microphones of Madness. Hey everybody, it's Saturday night. It is uh, March the 12th, 2016. It's Microphones of Madness. Uh, I'm Rodney. Over here we have Kim. Yep, that's me. That's you. And um, Steve could not join us tonight. Apparently he is he has had an encounter with the color out of space. The plague has come to Microphones of Madness. I myself am only barely saving it all. See how it is. Well, good thing I have the immune system of Wolverine. I see how it is. <laughs> and tonight we have a very, very special guest. You know her from Monday Night Heroes. You know her from Friday Fungi. You know her from occasional appearances here on Saturday night. It is Lily Dickey, creator of Red Velvet Requiem. Hello. And we're going to be talking to her about the comic tonight. And the general trials and tribulations of the independent creator. Steve promised waterboarding. So. He ain't here, so he lost his chance. <laughs> what happens when you stand me up, Steve? Ooh, <laughs> shots fired already. Haven't even been on a whole minute yet. I have no filter. You. No. <laughs> I also have the ability to, talk, to type while I'm talking, apparently. <laughs> mm -hmm. Damn it, Google. Stop it. Well, so the first question is, is I hate using is twice in the same sentence. Is, is, is. Is, is, is. is. Yeah, that's your system. What was the inspiration for RVR? Hope this isn't getting me in trouble, but honestly, it was the video game Dishonored. No, that's fine. I was going through the playthrough of that, and uh, the basic storyline I won't get into just in case people haven't played it. But certain plot elements made me go, hmm, I wonder what would happen if it was a female protagonist instead of a male protagonist. And it, Evolved from there because I was also getting heavily into Lovecraft at the time. For which few fever dreams later, few few fever dreams later, you have Red Velvet Requiem. Just a few fever dreams. I lose count after three. Yeah. I have a lot of weird dreams. We it's a whole other podcast. That's good. That's good. Uh, I, I think Kim was trying to ask a question. Well, now, um, well, first of all, why don't you tell us about the comic? Well, the uh, the basis of the comic is there's a woman named Alexandra Carter who was a uh, royal guard, and she has been framed for the murder of the leader of her sector. And she's slowly being drugged to... Uh, she's being forced to figure out who did it. More so than doing it herself. It's not any nothing's in her control right now, and it's not just political intrigue involved in it. There's some some nastiness going on that nobody knows about. Well, maybe one person knows about, but Pikmin knows everything. 
and now these characters they they have a basis in Lovecraft literature, right? It's about half and half. Uh, most of them are spawns. Most of the names that you would recognize are from Lovecraft. It's like I use Randolph Carter, I use Richard Pickman, uh, I use uh, Thurston. I've used Doctor West before, and it's just it depends on the story. But most of the others are are my creation, and I take liberties with the Lovecraft creations because, well, there are certain elements of Lovecraft that me personally I wouldn't enjoy dealing with, <laughs> like Utter Madness and uh, no, no, the Utter Madness, Elder Gods, and yeah, it's that nasty uh, underlying racism that's the problem. <laughs> oh yeah, there is that. Yeah, we don't like that. It's not a matter of like, it's a matter of how do I want to deal with it. Because I'm not avoiding it. I'm just not dealing with it how he did. Now, given that... Uh-oh, we lost Robbie. See, see, this is what happens. Like, they beg, <laughs> they beg me to come on the show. Hey, <laughs> when are you going to do the show? Hey, no, when are you going to do the show? And, like, up. none of them show up. I'm here. <laughs> Nobody that was asking me to come on is here now. Oh, well, you're stuck with me then for now. God. So, I, I know. I, I'm terrible. I'm sorry about that. No, I'm just going to rag on them for, uh, for months now. <laughs> now you have ammunition. I have all the ammunition I need. Yes. Hey, yes. Lily, why don't you come on our show again? Hell no. <laughs> I'll come on for two minutes and then poof, Everybody gone. leaves. Screw yeah. you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Bought my A game. Yeah, gosh darn it. Okay, so um, I was thinking, this would you consider this to be a Lovecraftian pastiche? I really haven't thought about what it is. It is what it's telling me it is, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> hmm, okay. It's the best way I can describe it. It's like I started out with a game plan, and then that game plan has changed as I've been doing it because I've been doing this for about three years now. That's pretty good. And scripting changes as I go through chapters. Mm -hmm. And at this point, where are we in the story? I mean, how far along is it? Do you have an end point in mind? No, I don't have an end point. I know there is an end. I don't know what that end is yet. It probably sounds bad to people that don't understand the writing process. <laughs> but honestly, I probably would quit doing the comic if I knew what the end was. Uh, because I get bored working on stuff that's finished in my head. So I try to keep doing it, and then eventually I would burn out. Uh, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. So um, for our listeners and our viewers, why don't you tell us where we can find these comics? All right, you can find uh, the one I prefer you go to is uh, Tapastic, which is an application. It's a you can download it on your phone, or you can do it online, which is the, on your computer, which is how I do it because my phone's a piece of crap. Oh, good, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rodney, so glad you could join us. Yeah, blue screen of death. Ah, oh, the bugger. It's all that bad mouth in the windows we did earlier. Oh, oh it, it knew. They knew. They knew. They knew. Yeah, you well, can find it at uh, tapastic.com slash series slash RVR, which is the abbreviation of Red Velvet Requiem. And okay. it's got a lovely layout. 
I also have a Facebook page, and if you check that, like you just type in Red Velvet Requiem, you can find it on Facebook. And that's got links to everything. All the various sites that I I have posted on in, in my personal Tumblr and my Twitter account. And also the uh, Tapastic link to uh, RVR is in the description of this video. Yes. And the, and the podcast. So Lovely you can man. click on it directly there. Also, we have uh, in that description, there's a link to uh, Lily's uh, Patreon account. Because currently the comic is free, but uh, I like to keep it that way. But I right. gotta eat. That's right. People gotta I eat. have expenses. That's right. I'm an artist. We don't get insurance. <laughs> now, now you you create the comic completely digitally. You don't draw on paper or comic board beforehand and scan it. You do it all digitally. Not anymore. Red Velvet is completely digital, but there was a point in time where I did do it by hand and it is tremendous blessing to be able to do it digitally now because there's nothing worse than getting done on the page and then getting a nosebleed on the page. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Or spilling coffee on it or just having it ripped and have to do it again or whatever wrong with it. Right. Plus, there's all the extra expenses of uh, ink and the ink is not so bad by hand because you feel it feel it feels different to do it with a tablet than it does by hand. You can right. feel where your your hand is on on paper, but with a tablet, it's a little bit looser. Mm -hmm. I personally use Manga Studio. I found that that's got the best uh, best feeling pens. They're more responsive than say Photoshop. Photoshop just it's a great tool, but it's not built for doing artwork, honestly. It's built to, to edit photos. Mm -hmm. So you can tell the difference when you use something that is actually built to use art tools rather than photo editing. So, any representatives of Manga Studio listening? I, I would love to be your sponsor. <laughs> I mean, you sponsor me. Yeah, that's it. You sponsor me. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I now, sing your praises daily. Now, now the art the art style is is definitely is definitely manga. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into um, manga uh, as being an, being your chosen uh, style, and a little bit about the design aesthetic of of RBR? The design I really can't describe why I did it like that. I went through a, a few years where I had absolutely no creativity uh, creative drive, mm -hmm. and uh, this was my coming back to artwork because when I was in college, which I'm not saying you shouldn't go to college, kids. I'm saying if you're an artist, you should really consider doing that because if you're going to do it for a living, going to school for it is going to kill any creativity you have because you spend hours and hours and hours of doing work that you don't want to do. And it's a very fragile line that we walk as artists. It, it helps because I did learn some stuff, but then again, there's like a lot of classes I had to take. It had nothing to do with what I wanted to do as well, and those are the classes that burned me out on being an artist. Uh, add a little rant aside, uh, my inspiration for style-wise actually didn't start with manga. It started with Chris Bocciolo. I'm a huge Generation X fan, mm -hmm. and his style is a blend. As he kept going through it, because of course he started with the Layfield stuff, this goddamn Layfield. 
But yeah, everybody had the Layfield style in the nineties. Everything must have pockets and, and muscles million abs and veins on things that don't. Like, have you ever? He never. I'm sorry if you think Layfield ever took an anatomy class. He didn't. The human body does not work like that. Neither does. The figure drawing classes would have fixed that problem, but no. Red side, Bachelor <laughs> style, kind of crosses with with the manga style. Mm-hmm. And then I got into anime when I was in high school. And I started just trying to, to emulate those styles. Because another thing that's another problem I see currently amongst most fandoms, especially anybody that's fan art, they consider it not art. It's art. Photorealism is art. If you create it, it's art. Hell, if you spray paint a sign with an X, it's still art. It's just how it works. If you create something, it's art. You might not like it, it's still art. <laughs> but uh, I did a lot of, of uh, master copies and stuff when I was a kid. I didn't know it was called master copies when I was in high school. I just created art. You know, I've seen yeah. that kind of art. It's usually art I go on a tangent about. It's still art, I just don't like it. <laughs> For those who know you had like. a piece of foil on top of, what was that? Wasn't that a glue stick? That is a glue stick. <laughs> I have a good eye for art projects. <laughs> Brilliant, superb. And the attention span of a gerbil, because I was losing my train of thought. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Master copies. Yeah, master copies are great. I I went with the the classics like Cubert. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, just copy drawing whatever I saw. I copied manga and stuff. And then once I got into college, I actually found web comics. Because mm-hmm. they were just being a thing when I was in college. They just started. And I did them for a little while until I didn't have time to do them anymore. And I always wanted to come back to it. Because it seemed it's, it's the future. Whether you want to admit it or not, this is the best way for most of us to get into the business. I say get into the business like I'm making money, which I'm not. Right. That's the goal. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, a webcomic. I mean... Is is like it's like a portfolio. It's like a it's like a blog. It's like mm-hmm. a podcast. It's 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 your portfolio. It's what you do. I you are a writer and an artist. Let's see some samples. Go to this website. No, I know. I, I just you know? explaining it for the uh, the audience because right, right. A lot I, of people I, don't understand the process. Mm-hmm. It's not like I do like. You don't understand how much work goes into doing one of those pages when you just cruise by somebody's page, just done like a couple of panels or something. Some people work faster than others, but in general, that stuff takes hours. Right. Now, well, speaking speaking of time, um, how, about how much time does it take work-wise uh, beginning to end to do a, sing, a single page? On a good day, nine to ten hours on a good day. Those are rare. On very bad days, it could take days, just because right. sometimes the panels don't work out like they want what you want them to. And unlike actual published comics from something like Marvel or DC or even a manga chapter, I don't have assistance. Everything I do, I do it myself. Mm-hmm. So whereas those types of things, you have one person doing a script, which I do the script. I don't really do a script because it's me. I don't have a reason to write it down. Right. Uh, you have somebody that gets the script and does the pencils. And you have somebody waiting to get it to do the inking, and then you have somebody else waiting to do the colors. Mm-hmm. I would do all of that. 
or in my case, the toning, which toning takes a long time. You, using manga as an example, you have somebody sitting there, you have the script, which the writer writes, they do the original pencils, and then somebody comes in and cleans up the inking on the characters, then there's somebody to do the background itself, right. and there's somebody to do the toning. There's a whole lot of people involved in the process. I'm broke. I do this myself. <laughs> so you're a one-woman show. Yeah, I couldn't put out something once a week like they do in Japan. I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> I already don't sleep enough as it is. Right, and and, and those those uh, books, the manga, what are they, like 22 pages, something like that? It depends. Uh, it, it varies from, from strip to strip. It's anywhere from 18 to 44 pages. This usually this it depends on the manga, it depends on the magazine that it's being published in, mm -hmm. and it depends on what the contract is. Right, right. I also don't have an editor. I have a friend that's, that proofreads after I post and then have to go back and fix stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get paid either, but he gets to read it. <laughs> well, heck, that's a treat in itself. He he gets to know the inside information. The inside information. As in, hey, does this sound like a good idea? Yeah, he gets to know that stuff before I rest of you people do. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> you know, the people that read it. God, you gotta get all, get all defensive for <laughs> Because it's Rodney. No, he's just playing off of what I did earlier. I know how it is. He's trying to turn it against me. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't, man. No, it's just a slow process. No, you can't win this. I'm patient. I'm on to you. <laughs> yeah, everybody's on to me. That's that's the source of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> and this podcast just went rated R. <laughs> Good night, everybody. You know, we never ever claimed to be PG. Ever. That's, that's true. We, we never claimed to be fucking anything else but... Adult fucking audience. Look here, sir. Okay. I was doing good, okay? There had been no profanity out of my mouth. Well, we are now 10 minutes to closing time, so let it loose. Fuck yeah. No. <laughs> I would be restrained. You would be restrained. Only because, only because I said so. No, this is my professional voice. My professional voice. <laughs> my professional voice. At that kind of professional. <laughs> I'm here all week, people. <laughs> Thank you for calling one nine hundred Mongo. <laughs> Did you dream of tentacles? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Did Shogoths dream of electric sheep? <laughs> no, they they dream of that little mucus guy on the Mucinex commercials. Ew. Oh, mm. God. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Ew. Ew. Anyway. Hey, Shogoths need loving, too, you know. They do. Just not for me. Yeah, screw that. It's so you're currently... So you're currently on chapter ten. I am. And uh, there's usually, what did we say, twenty-two pages per chapter? 
approximately? I try to keep it 20 to 24. 24 is the most I've done to date. This chapter might run a little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of doing this myself. As long as it's even numbered, I'm fine. And if I do decide I want to publish it, a.k.a., hey, people, if you want this published, please donate. <laughs> Self promotion, yeah. Uh, But it's to help me keep track of where I'm going. It gives me, I have to impose deadlines on myself somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that's one of them is to keep it in a certain amount of space. Which you would think I plan better, but no, I don't. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. I mean, because you're you're usually around the same amount of pages. Um, when, When did you. I don't know if Kim asked this while while I was blue screen of deathing. Um, when did you start Red Velvet Requiem? Uh, I could actually look that up real quick. <laughs> you said it was. Uh, three I don't years? remember. It was in November something. Two thousand. See, let's see real quick. I have files. I have files, people. <laughs> you you came on my show for an interview about look, you. Hey, look, there has been like. Like minimal dead air here, sir. Minimal, sir. And you didn't didn't do a homework on yourself. I don't need to know these things normally, okay? You understand that? I don't need to know these things normally. Right? Even Jeffrey Thomas had to Google himself, if you recall. I can all right, I can tell you exactly the day that the first page was finished. Okay. It was finished December fifteenth, two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. So you you've been at this about four years. Yes. There we go. So, so there you go. I have the file in front of me that has the date on it. So that's why I did that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Another perk, we're getting of, perk of having digital formats. I have the original date on the file. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. So yeah, if uh, if you haven't read Red Velvet Requiem, you have a lot to catch up on. Now would be a good time to start. Now would be a good I'm time over, to start. I'm over 200 pages in. Now would be a very good time to start. That's right. That's right. And, and for the most part, they're not like huge pages filled with billions of lines of text that you have to slog through. No, they're mm-hmm. actually pretty nice and tight. No, because I'm not Frank Miller and I don't repeat myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Frank oh, oh. Miller. I hit Lyle and Miller. Oh, <laughs> I'm ruthless. I'm nobody, but I'm ruthless. <laughs> come on, come on now. Get get Alan Moore in there. Let's do the hat Woo. trick. Woo! <laughs> yes, I am also not Alan Moore. There will be no no fish people raping anybody. Yeah, there we go. On camera. There we go. We got, the, we got the trifecta going. I had on. to take that back because there have been some touchy subjects in the story. Well, but no so on camera. So far, right? <laughs> but no fish rape so far, right? I'm no. not planning on any. Okay. See there. There we go. I, there has been other things, but not fish. <laughs> okay. Well, see that that still puts you a step up from that. And it was not shown. It was implied. I try, to, I try to keep the content at least mostly teen-friendly because mm-hmm. I do use profanity in my, my comic. I do have uh, adult situations in my comic. I do not intend this to be for children to read. Uh, 
you could call this my no I wouldn't call it my statement against people being like all things like this are for kids but yeah it's my medium this is the story that wants to be told and it's not child safe well comics have never been strictly for children no, they haven't, but people seem to be under the, the illusion that they are. It's much like animation was never meant for children, but it became associated with something for children. Well, sure, because it's pictures, right? Pictures means you don't have to think about it. Oh, look, it's an anthropomorphic rabbit. It must yeah. be for my child. Never mind the fact he cross-dresses. <laughs> and, and, and such was the... Uh, Thinking of many parents walking into the video store and picking up a copy of Watership Down. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we, are, we are in the final home stretch, so we ask every creator that comes on the show, your advice for anyone sitting out there watching, anyone who's listening, um, and they're looking into... I. You know, getting into the business of either comics or or writing or or any of the creative fields. What is your advice to future generations? I can't speak to the money making aspects of it because I'm still trying to figure that out myself. But I can speak to the creative process, as in uh, since I have done this is my fifth or sixth comic. Yeah, I think six. And while I was in college, I was extremely stupid. <laughs> I was just very inspired, and I would get an idea, and I would after I bit the bullet and just started doing the web comics, I just would keep doing stuff, and I would pick up another one here or there, and then when I got tired of one, I would stop doing it, and I started doing another one. Don't do that. If you have an idea, actually take some time, flesh out the characters, even if you don't have a set story, figure out the characters, let them talk to you, because it's not a one-way process. You don't just get the character and write it down. You have to learn what the character is because they'll tell you things about themselves. That sounds really weird to somebody that's never written anything before, but they do talk to you. It's true. They tell you where they want to go, and you don't don't fight that. Let it happen. And uh, if you want to do a web comic, you've never thought, never done it. Just do it. There are several different sites out there that host for free. You don't have to have any fancy equipment. If you got a pen and paper, do it on pen and paper. Scan it. If you can't afford the pro programs, don't worry about that. Just scan what you got. There are ways to clean it up. Put it online and just see what happens. Sometimes you hit, hit gold. Sometimes yeah. you don't. But if you enjoy doing it, just do it. And the worst that could happen is you learn something. <gasps> no! Don't overcommit either. Learning? I, I still struggle with this one, but don't overcommit. If you're doing one thing, do that one thing. Do not just jump from that one thing and go, oh, well, this isn't that bad. I can do another comment. Yeah, I used to update three times a week. No, actually, when I started, I updated every day a week, and then I would realize that was stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like sleeping. So I, I narrowed it down three times a week, and currently it's been one to two times a week, but that's because my personal life has been getting in the way. Right. So that's yeah. the biggest reason that you don't overcommit. You aren't gonna get paid to do this immediately. So you have to take into account you have other commitments in life. You can't just sit in front of your computer all day working on this all the time. So sometimes you might have to cut down how many times you update. And most importantly, do not stress yourself if you can't keep up the deadlines. 
because if there are people that like your comic, they will still be there when they come when you come back. And even if they leave, they'll come back eventually if they're interested. I have several comics that I used to read in college that I completely forgot about for years, and it's like, oh, I remember that. Let me go see if it's still there. Oh, it is. Wow, I have a lot to catch up on it, and I can read it. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Excellent. Excellent. Now, so, you said you, okay. this is what your sixth comic? Do you, do you want to tell us about any others that you've done? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They were... Uh, they're not bad, but the last thing I need is for somebody, especially people that used to read those, because I didn't have as big a following as I do with this one, because they didn't last as long, but I had a decent amount of people that did read the other ones, and the last thing I need is for them to go, hey, when you bring it black, back Black Light Twilight, I'm not, I'm not ready yet. But if you are, are interested in those comics, and you really want to find my other stuff, you can look me up on a site called Drunk Duck. And if you find Nico 13, Roman numeral 13, not the number, just Roman numeral 13, so Nico XIII, you can go to my profile and all of my old stuff is there. It's not hidden, it's just I ain't doing it no more. It's defunct. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of ideas I want to come back to, but it's not happening until I'm finished with this. Remember what I said, focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Be a master of something, not just the jack of all trades. All right, there you go. Excellent work there. It, it's for your sanity, and more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Wait, remember you, I did this in college. <laughs> you're accusing artists of being sane. No, <laughs> I would never, never accuse that. You, what you I'm saying him, is there right? a limit? There is a limit to how much of your sanity you can let go of at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still exploring the boundaries myself. I found that line and I dove headfirst over it, and I ended up severely depressed for a little while. No, oh. don't do that. Um, you know, me, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. It's just you. Know, as like, it, it, I feel better now that I've actually committed to one thing. There, I want to go back to the old stuff, but if you go look at the old stuff, don't expect you to be updating it anytime in the near future, anytime in the near five years, more than likely, because it's gonna it's gonna be a while before this is done. Because I don't even know how it ends yet. Right, right. This this Red Velvet Requiem is is currently your life's work. That's so sad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it sad? It's it's an excellent book, and it well, shows no sign of slowing down anytime soon. There's a lot of story to be told. Consider how many people in the world go their lives without creating any art. And you are doing what your heart is leading you to do. How many people out there do you think are watching this right now thinking, Oh, I wish I could do a comic like she does. Or why aren't I doing that that novel? I mean, you you could be inspiring people right now. <laughs> or why why am I not responding to other writers in iambic pentameter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that kind of patience anymore. Oh, and uh, if you do feel like you want to contact me with any questions or work, because I do do commissions, uh, my email is uh, blacklight, one word, dot twilight, 
one word, at gmail.com. There you go. I do and talk I'll... to people. I'm not super friendly, but I'm not going to be a bitch to you either. It may take me a minute to respond, but I will respond at some point. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> I put up with them. It's true, she does. And you also have a Twitter. People I do. Can follow you in your uh, obsession and a... with the pugilistic arts. Look, I like bloody sports. What can I say? I don't. I don't tweet a whole lot about art, but I do. I do tweet frequently, and I do answer tweets back. So if you have something you want to say to me on Twitter, I'll answer back. That is at Nico, N E K K O Q O D. There we go. You want to know what the Q O D stands for? I'm not telling you. I was. Uh, I'm ashamed of some of the things I did in college. <laughs> Quaaludes on demand. Tell us. No, Tell that would have been far, that would have been far more interesting. So uh, yeah, one more time for for everybody before we close this out. Uh, give that uh, link to the Tapastic page because I know you get paid for that. Yeah, that is tapastic.com slash yeah slash yeah series slash RVR. There we go. And if you don't remember that, just go to tapastic.com or go to the Tapas uh, add on uh, uh, application on your phone. And type in Red Velvet Requiem, and I'll come up. I'm the only thing on their name that. Although I do think there is another comic named Red Velvet. Mine's the manga. Right. And uh, also, if uh, you have ad blockers on your uh, browser, turn those off when you go to Tapastic. Yes, please. I, uh, I, I'm not going to tell you to turn it off on everything, but I do get money for the ads. Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot, but Tapastic does have pretty good rates for the ads that they have. So I, it's a little bit of funds I'm getting right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and you, the ads are not obtrusive on Tapastic. No, they're not. Either. They're very, very. You won't notice them. I have them on, and I don't have ads on anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that. And if you would like to, really consider becoming my patron. You only a dollar, less than a cup of coffee a month. You won't miss that dollar. That's right. That's one sixth of a Starbucks. You can uh, you can donate more, but a dollar is minimum, and you you won't miss that dollar. And both of those links will be in the description of the podcast and in this video. So check them out. Uh, before we close, I do feel like I need to give a shout out to the HP Podcast guys, Chad Pfeiffer and Chris Lackey, because honestly, I wouldn't be doing this without them because they're the reason I got into Lovecrafts. Woohoo! Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. Shout out to plenty. All right. Well, that uh, that about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, here we go. We're starting season three. It's good to be back. Woo! Uh, woo! Next week we will be talking with Mike Davis of Lovecraft Ezine and Lovecraft Ezine Press about the forthcoming anthology Autumn Cthulhu. And since it's Mike Davis, we'll probably slip in a few things about Batman. <laughs> so, with that said, say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, goodnight Gracie. Gracie. Microphones of Madness is a member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcasting Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. <laughs>